Hey, Josh. Hey, Max. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Pretty good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, indeed. It is indeed a new year. You know, not only is it a new year, this is this. We've just finished four years of having this podcast around. That is true. I've heard there's even a rumor that we may at some point do a little bit of a celebration video of some kind. Maybe. Yeah, there, there might be some kind of a podcast just a rumor. celebration party. Just a rumor. Yeah. Just a rumor. We're, we're I don't not know. sure about we'll, that. We'll see what happens. But uh... Okay, so this month's guest, though, to kick off the new year is Taylor Zikifus, who is a, an amazing singer, songwriter, and composer. And I'm just super excited that she's here to talk about her, her stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy that you found her record. Because I had entirely missed it when it came out. Yeah, I uh, it came across my feed on on Facebook. I clicked on it. I listened to the first song and was instantly captivated and needed to listen to the whole thing. And then I listened to the entire record four times that week. It's it's so good. Yeah, you were saying that one of those melodies was getting stuck in your head and everything. Absolutely, Sweet Pea, the first track, still gets stuck in my head now like two months later after <laughs> <That's awesome>. having... <laughs> yeah it's a good sign so yeah let's uh let's start talking to taylor yeah let's bring her in welcome taylor how's it going good up, taylor i'm doing good how are you guys doing pretty good good yeah awesome. i am nice so excited to have you on the podcast this is super super exciting yeah thanks for having me yeah i was just talking to max uh i don't know like a week or two ago or something like that and i was just recollecting recollecting the first time (laughs) that i heard you sing at the angry beaver sessions that max hosts Mm -hmm. and i don't remember who else was in the session just like remember you walking up and then i think your sister taryn was playing drums she was great by the way uh and i just remember being super blown away like your sound it's just uh, the melodies that you sing when you're scatting and still like that. The whole deal. It was it was really really cool. Oh, it stood out a you. lot. Thank you very much. Those were those were fun times. I miss those times. Fun times, yeah. <laughs> uh, Indeed. Maybe we'll get to have those times again. <laughs> They'll come back. They'll come back. Yeah, for sure. So we're here uh, to talk to you about your new record that came out. Uh, what a month or two ago, something like that. Uh, back in November. November, the, begin- okay. the beginning of November. Okay, cool. So about two months ago, it's called mm-hmm. Love in A Nine, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I remember seeing it come across uh, Facebook and clicking to check it out. And uh, Sweet Pea is the first track, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> I have it open. I'm double checking. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Sweet Pea. <laughs> well, I really like that song. Of course. Thank you. <laughs> Gets stuck in my head all the time. But I want to ask about uh, the record name itself. What's what's A9? What's what's this album title all about? Um, well, A9 is actually the number of my apartment. Ooh. And uh, this album was recorded a year ago, back in October of 2020. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, and uh, it was the name that... It, it's because my boyfriend, my boyfriend's the one who mixed it and mastered it and cool. recorded the whole thing. And we had been dating for about a week when he did this. And um, it was just a, yeah. And it was just like a, a sweet little love note to call it Love in A9 to kind of commemorate the fact that we, it's this COVID 
concert that streamed online. He mastered it. I'm singing it. We're getting to know each other. And we met online during COVID. And like, so it's just a little nod to, to that. That's a pretty sweet little gift, actually. Yeah. yeah that's really nice. It's pretty cool. Yeah. He's yeah, pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned, and I saw the description on the bank, uh, the Bandcamp album that this was a live stream performance during mm-hmm. quarantine. Is this, uh, first of all, did you always plan to put this out as a record? Or did you know that you were going to do this? No. <laughs> no. Uh, the I've been writing songs for a while and I have like a good amount that I'm just sitting on and Mm -hmm. really nervous to put out there and just hesitant to get people to play it. And, um, last September, September of 2020 or August or something, I think it was for my birthday. So September, um, I told my therapist, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do a concert. I know it's COVID, but I'm going to do a concert. And so since I told her, I had to do it. <laughs> and um, so I did I did actually about uh, 10 different songs. Um, and then uh, this year, I was talking uh, to someone and they said that, you know, I always wait for something to be perfect before I do anything with it. And I'm sitting on like all these recorded tracks that aren't going anywhere because of fear holding me back. So I uh, decided to pick my favorite ones and the ones that sounded the best out of the, out of the day and make an album. That's very cool. Yeah. I like the sound that you're going for too. Thank you. Can I ask if, if hiatus coyote and maybe like Moonchild or any of that stuff kind of went into the, okay. (laughs) Just curious. (laughs) Well, how do you hear that? I'm curious. I, there's little elements of of actually I haven't, I haven't thought about this I I should have a more coherent answer um, <laughs> but I was listening to it in the car today up and down uh, on the way to and from the mountain and I couldn't help but kind of it just sort of popped into my head I was like oh it kind of sounds like napalm a little bit in some oh ways oh my gosh thank from, you <laughs> yeah well from, yeah and, uh, I was just curious if that had if well I guess you are you do like those musicians so. Mm-hmm. I love Napalm. She's she's Oh yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, <clears throat> maybe we should uh give one of these tracks a listen. Yeah. Sure. See what it sounds uh, like. Take a listen to Going Colorblind. Yeah. Awesome. Describes the color red Something more than what is said Kisses that left us a wreck Lipstick stains left on your neck In a world made of blue and green Gray is what can now be seen In a world made of blue and 
Gray is where can now be seen. Awesome music, awesome tracks. I have a lot of questions um, pertaining to this song, but also as to you and the record as a whole. So I'm just going to start at a random point and we'll awesome. get through them. But <laughs> That's how I do it. <laughs> so um, people in Seattle, I mean, at least from my point of view, seem to know you as a jazz vocalist, right? Mm-hmm. Sort of, kind of. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree um, with that. This isn't exactly in line with like standards or standard jazz or anything like that. Um, how do you want people to kind of like think of you as a musician? Like, cause I, a lot of people that I know kind of uh, rightfully so think you're an amazing jazz vocalist, like straight ahead jazz, but I hadn't heard this at all um, until recently. And it's like a totally new side of you that I've never heard before. Um, so I'm just curious, like uh, how do you, what's your plan for like balancing these two kinds of totally interesting styles of, of music? That's a, that's a good question. Um, not a really straight ahead answer. Um, <laughs> Pun intended or... Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, 
as you may know, I went and studied in Austria. I studied uh, vocal jazz, solo vocal jazz in Austria for a couple years. And um, coming back to the States, it, they're very different environments and both have uh, uh, things that I love about them. But I just felt like I needed to take a step back from... I did did stay in the scene for a couple years in Seattle, and then I took a step back, and then COVID hit, and I just kind of focused on songwriting. And this is these are the types of I have different types of songs that I I write as well. I'm um, majoring in music composition right now, and I so ask about that too. Yeah, cool. so I love I love writing music, and I love singing the standards. And right now, I'm getting ready for like a junior recital in classical, and I'm in an opera. So like I'm Whoa. I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting like a whole bunch of rain a range of opportunities. That's really exciting. So I don't really. Opportunities. Opportunities. <laughs> yes. So I guess uh, the way I want people to see me as an artist is uh, from however they want to. If they Very think cool. of me at all, I am honored. <laughs> and that's. I was going to bring this up as well, but you actually just mentioned it. But we had another guest recently who you definitely know, named Skyler. Who yeah. Was also in mm-hmm. Austria and Graz. Mm-hmm. Kind of a cool little connection there. Yeah. And we went Very to cool. Central uh, together before I went to Graz and then he went to Graz. And so like we've we've known each other for quite a long time. That's and very we've cool. Played together. Yeah. He's great. Nice. He's great. Um yeah, I guess that answered my Graz question. Let's <laughs> kind of talked about that. Yeah, I want to go back to this whole like live stream performance thing. Like I, the fact that you didn't know it was going to be a record before means that every song on this uh, record is the one and only take of it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> wild. It sounds so good. <laughs> oh, thank you. I know Drew, but the piano player, I, I don't think I know. Uh, who Who is he? Uh, Jake, Jake Hauser. Yeah. Yeah. He is a recent grad from Central. He just graduated last uh, last June. And he was also a composition major. He went to, I think he went to Edmonds Woodway High School. Oh, cool. And um, yeah, he's an incredible musician, incredible composer, killer vocalist. He can scat the pants off of anything. And uh, same goes for his piano playing. He's just like a super killer musician and really nice guy. So it was really, I've never had a gig with him before, I don't think. And so it was really nice to... Um, put this together and work with him on something that's new for me and new to work together. So that was fun. That was awesome. I really love the lyrics in the song. The poetry is just, it's really cool. There's so much uh, symbolism, parallelism. I am not a words person, so <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but I, I just like how there's all these colors and they all mean different things, Thank but they're, you. they're all kind of tied yeah. together and that that's uh, really cool. What was going on when you wrote this? Um, a myriad of different things. Uh, I think probably the first inspiration for it was maybe this um, screenshot I saw on Pinterest. And it was a question of like, how would you describe colors to a blind person? Um, and Whoa. different people on the post got uh, responded to it. And I took that and then I started thinking about it and I was like, oh, 
okay, yeah, how would you describe that? And then the the lyrics of the first um, first verse of like, how would you describe red? Well, red is kisses, it's lipstick, it's all this, like, to me, it's passionate. And um, <clears throat> I started thinking about people who who I've had relationship with various different relationships, romantic family, friends, whatever. Um, and sometimes those relationships don't work out. And, uh, over time you kind of forget certain aspects of a person and you forget like maybe the exact shape of their face or the exact height they are or, um, the sound of their voice and like slowly colors start to of them start to go away and so delving into that um came color going colorblind um just kind of as this momentum of and recognition that things change and uh pass away sometimes fall away that sounds like someone died um no one died (laughs) some things fall away from our memory um so yeah that's that song that's really beautiful thank you very cool. Yeah. I'm curious to hear more about your uh, practice, too, between uh, the singing of this and also the writing of it. Uh, love, I'm loving hearing um, how you went about this tune in particular, but is, is, is that how your songwriting always goes? It's just something sparks it and then you kind of follow that trail? Or are there other ways that songs come about for you? Uh, there are other ways as well. Sometimes I'll just be like walking around and uh, a lyric comes to me or, um, I have a storyline that I'm wanting to go off of, or I have, um, I'm messing around on the piano and a melody line comes around in the right hand or a bass line comes in in the left hand. I'm like, Ooh, what can I do with this? And then I sit there and I figure something out. Um, one of my, one of my favorite, uh, songwriting challenges that I gave myself was I went on Instagram and I said, okay, everyone pick, cause I have a synthesizer that has presets ranging from a through H and one through 16. And so I just put it on my story, like pick a letter and then pick a number. And I chose whichever one was, uh, the average by everyone. And I think it was like E 10, I don't know, let's say, and it was bassoon. And so I had to write a song with bassoon <laughs> keyboard and like figure out how to change the timbre of it and the the reverb and everything like that. And I came up with this song that was all about, um, uh, it's not on the album, but it's all about uh, women's uh, position in uh, authoritative places. And like, when is that going to be accepted and okay? And so it came, like it came what came out of it was like this really cool song that I love the meaning of it. And um, it's really means a lot to me, but it came from this bassoon thing that, that I put out. That is so cool. That is yeah. really, really cool. Also, it was fun. It was really fun. When do we get to hear the song? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I'm not sure. I gotta, I don't know when I'm going to be uh, doing the next uh, recording session or anything like that with um, singer songwriter stuff. So th- we'll see. <laughs> I really love when there are stories, especially really cool stories behind songs like this. That's so cool to hear. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Well, let's uh, take a listen to another song. Should we check out Crazy? (laughs) Sure. 
I'm not really good at confrontation, but I have an idea about a situation. The one way you can't stop loving me. I'm not really good at solving problems, but I think that maybe I can solve one. The one way you can't stop loving me. Hey, I'll act mighty crazy and get you to walk away and tell all your friends that I'm that girl. But maybe it's the real me and you are beginning to see the girl who hides from this whole world crazy. I'm crazy for feeling. I'm not really one to get in line. The rules of the world aren't rules of mine. And this, sir, is how I've remained free. What if I told you my expectations? Then would I get your salutations as you grab your coat and hat and start to leave? I'll act mighty crazy and get you to run away and tell all your friends that I'm that. The girl who hides from this whole world I'll act mighty crazy Get you to run away and tell all your friends that I'm that girl Or maybe it's the real me you are beginning to see I'm hiding from the world crazy
This is a really cool song. What what's this one about? I I, I like the words on this. Just I like the words on all of the songs on the, the record. A, a bunch. Thank you. You know. I, okay. So I'm just interrupting myself and like pulling back here. But <laughs> I listen to a bunch of songs or, or a bunch of artists who are singers, and I, sometimes I just really love the harmonies. Sometimes I love the melodies, and sometimes I love some combination of them. And it's not always that I'm really grabbed by the words, but this record in particular i just keep getting grabbed by the words and i, oh, I, th- I think they sound cool that's so nice of you to so, say <laughs> <laughs> what yeah what tell us about this what is it all about um crazy is it, of course it quotes um the the jazz standard crazy um and uh that's an awesome song but i the meaning of this song comes from um well, let's see if I can explain this well in, <laughs> in a straightforward manner. Um, you know how you might hear, well, maybe you don't know, but okay. So, uh, so you might have someone talking about their ex and they're like, oh, she was crazy or mm-hmm. she was like some wacky person and blah, 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 when really like. Was she crazy? Was she really just like being herself and that wasn't uh, okay with you or like you couldn't handle it <laughs> or, you know, like there's all these, there's all these um, things that are put on like labels put on people because another person has a problem with it, even though if it were anyone else, it might not be an issue, if that makes sense. Totally. And, yeah. and so um, this song comes from. It's kind of the story, if you were to put it in a storyboard, it'd be like a person who uh, slowly kind of emerges out of their shell because they become more comfortable with someone. Um, and they feel insane because of what past relationships have said. And um, they're telling the person that they're with, it's like, okay, I'm going to be that person that you tell your friends about. Like, crazy, I'm crazy, but really I'm just like having emotions and I'm a full human being. And so... There it is. Here's me. Wow. That's, That's another really cool meaning behind the song. Yeah, totally. <laughs> wow. I want to hear how the song came about, though. Is this another Instagram stories no, generated? No, this, this one, um, probably, if I remember right. Uh, hmm. Probably came by just playing around on the piano and just humming along. And so I started chunk in the chords start popping it or whatever Mm. (laughs) um, uh, poppy chords yeah (laughs) and um i just started singing along and it this then basically free improv and it came out of it that's as best as i can remember how this one came that makes sense to me for how the music comes about but where did the words and the theme come from um Or it just appeared together with just music? Just kind of appeared, yeah. Uh, I huh. had, well, 
it's kind of personal. It has, I'm not very great at conversation, convertate, confrontation <laughs> or conversation apparently, but uh, I'm not super great at confrontation. And so that's something like I'm working on. And then um, like all these scary aspects about relationships um, are probably ones that I've felt. And so I put it into the song. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's beautiful. Thank you. Well, I really like the instrumentation on this too. And it's just like the rest of the record, it's just Rhodes in electric bass and it mm-hmm. it feels really cozy like a small living room concert, which I guess it was. Yeah. I think <laughs> for me mentally and anytime I hear an electric bass, I automatically associate with it also having drums and mm-hmm. it's it feels a little rare to just have keys, electric bass and no drums and vocals and it, it's just a, yeah, it's a cool, cool sound that I haven't listened to a lot of before. Well, thanks. It was really fun to put together. I was, I honestly, I probably would have had drums, but my neighbors probably wouldn't have liked it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, uh, it was just done in my little apartment living room. So, um, and I didn't know any drummers in the area. I wasn't going to ask anyone to like drive over, um, for sure. For so, like free. <laughs> I was, yeah. Speaking of things that you initially here in music um i mean being a drummer myself i yeah. immediately noticed there were no drums on this record <laughs> uh, sorry cares, Max? no 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 no. it was really cool no, it's, it's not a bad thing at all um no yeah no it's all good um but i was wondering um i don't know if you've heard this album by nicholas payton called mm-hmm. finger painting no it's the music of herbie hancock down. Um, and the only reason I bring it up is that there are no drums on that record as well. And mm. I, during the height of COVID, um, got really, I don't know if it was bored or interested or something, but decided just to record some drums on top of several of the tracks on that record. And it ended up being really fun. I remember so I'm not saying like, sounded great. I'm mostly just asking a question, but like at some point in the future, would you be offended if I like wanted to just record some, just for fun? Not record at like all. a drum track on top of a couple of these. Not at it all. Sounds really cool. And I was like thinking the whole time I was listening, I was like, this would be really fun to just put in headphones and play with. Well, feel like, free. I was just, I don't know. I, feel free. Maybe it's the just the drummer in me, but you, you will have really to remember fun. that we didn't have a drummer, so there may be some like discrepancies. But uh, yeah, you feel free. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Okay, <laughs> I, I very well might do that because I was hearing a lot of ideas in my head, and I was like, "Wow, this would be really fun." Yeah, right, I'd love to hear them. Like... You can do it as long as you share it with me. How about that? Oh, of but course. I can... Okay. <laughs> Awesome. I mean, now that I'm mentioning this, I was also hearing a horn section. Yeah, and- awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have, uh, I have uh, some ideas in my head to add to these songs as well. So they'll probably, uh, if I get the chance, they'll probably get recorded with, um, with a bigger ensemble. But just for the sake of uh, eliminating fears and doing things because you can then mm-hmm. yeah this was the this was the right way to go for the instrumentation i think in this no it's this it's awesome thing. yeah and i'm yeah. in no way trying to take away from that <laughs> oh I'm no i know, just I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like singing a drum part in my like car earlier so oh yeah that, that makes all. me so happy to hear <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, i'm curious though you mentioned like uh thinking about uh doing things with a larger ensemble what what kinds of things are you imagining? Are, are there plans for these? 
in my head. I have a composition recital coming up at the end mm-hmm. of uh, at the beginning of June, at the end of the school year. That'll be an hour long of just like my compositions. Whoa! And um, I'm hopefully going to have like a little operetta on it, but I'm mostly I'm also going to try and arrange, orchestrate some of uh, my original tunes in the style of I don't know if you've seen Laura Mvula with the oh yeah the Metropole Orchestra yeah and like I love oh it's so good it's so amazing and so yes, I'm thinking is. of I'm thinking of maybe doing something like that but I also have some other tunes that would be really nice with a jazz band like a or a Latin ensemble that would be really fun um so we'll see what comes out of cool. it. But those are some of the ideas off the top of my head. Awesome. Are you going to get to have an entire orchestra at your disposal? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> might, just, might just be like a small string <clears throat> ensemble, but uh, that would be ideal. Nice. <laughs> just get the chamber That's orchestra cool. <laughs> to come <Wow>. join. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Indeed. Yeah, so you talked about like uh, doing this recital and uh, the composition uh, stuff that you're working on right now. Um, but you studied vocal uh, jazz in Austria, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that how is that playing together or off of each other? Um, Probably in the biggest way, probably the fact that I can't not write for vocalists. I'm having a hard time <laughs> not writing for vocalists. Um, but uh, yeah, I uh, even while I was in Austria, I would spend, I would get distracted in my practicing and just like write standard type of tunes and like r- little jingles and whatever. And um, so looking back, that was, <laughs> I probably should have taken that as a hint, but it was too good of an experience to pass up. Um, uh, so it's something, writing is something I've always done, even in the midst of being more involved in vocal jazz stuff. Cool. Are you planning on, I mean, as a composition major, are you planning on writing mostly for yourself or for like other musical entities or, or do you know? Hopefully both. Hopefully cool. all of the above. I'm, uh, Yeah. All of the above. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. It'd be awesome to write for like groups of people or companies or um, me. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <Nice. laughs> yeah. Well, I uh, love hearing this record and love talking about it, but I'm also curious, what else are you working on these days? And when do we get to hear more? Yeah. Um, I have... Uh, I'm working on, (laughs) I'm working on a lot of school stuff right now because these are the last six months of my undergrad. So Mm -hmm. I've got like a junior voice recital in March that is all female composers throughout the ages. So that's going to be super awesome. I'm really excited about that. So I've got like Hildegard Hildegard van Bingen. This is all classical stuff, but um, uh, Pauline Viardot, Lily Boulanger, uh, some Czech Czech Republic composers or Czech composers, um, some modern composers, and then probably some one of my own tunes just to round it out. And Very then cool. um, I'm also working on the composition recital. That's an hour long of my stuff. But then this Saturday, the 8th, I have a gig at Boxley's in North Bend, 
with Greg Williamson on drums and John Hansen on piano and me. And that's it. And it's a tribute to Ernestine Anderson oh. from like eight to 10. And it's going to be really fun. So, awesome. Yeah. That's I the most hope, recent thing. <laughs> I hope we'll get this episode out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. If not, then just cut that out and it'll be, yep. <laughs> be past the time. <laughs> well, I yeah. think you can go back and retroactively watch Boxley's shows. Yeah, I think you? you're right. I think you're right. Mm. I heard so Even that... if it's not, mm-hmm. people could still check it out. That's true. Check it out online, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And you can do the same thing with the the Love and A9 concert. It's on my Instagram, the oh, whole thing. I, I think. didn't know that. I think it is. Or it's on my YouTube. It's on my YouTube. Uh, the whole, I think it's like an hour. Um, so you can see all the songs that didn't make it on the record. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to have to go check that out now. <laughs> yeah. So, Me too. Yeah. Instagram, YouTube, where else should we be following your work? Uh, Bandcamp for sure. You can get the album on Bandcamp, and then um, mostly Instagram and YouTube, and mostly cool. Instagram. Um, and are your tags the same yeah. on all those things? So if people want to find it, uh, Instagram is at Tazik, and then my YouTube. I I'll have to double check that like right now. <laughs> <laughs> My YouTube, I didn't know if there's, is there a handle for YouTube stuff? I think you can like Google people's channel or I guess, yeah, the YouTube name of the channel. search people's channel. Like, same thing really, but yeah, I guess if you just YouTube my name or you, yeah, search my name, it'll come cool. up. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Yep. Perfect. Well, yeah. Thanks so much for hanging out with us and sharing yeah, seriously. your awesome album. And Thank you for having it. me. Thank you. It's it was the when you reached out to me, Josh. I was like, "What? No way! Someone wants to talk about my music. That's so cool." <laughs> so cool yeah, I'll I'll, I'll run my mouth about it however long you want. <laughs> it's super fun to talk about for me. So thank you for inviting me, you guys. Thanks for doing it. Yeah, it's great to talk. You've been listening to Jazz Talk Seattle, a monthly podcast hosted by Josh Howe and Max Holmberg, mixed by Ronan Delil.